Welcome to the Christian Worship Center podcast. We pray that this message encourages you and inspires you. Visit us online at cwcbayarea.com for service times and directions. Listen, if you would stand with me, we're going to get into God's word today. And I promise I'll do my best to be quick. We're going to have Moni do more, uh, more of her thing, what she does. Robert and Irma, you guys raising that girl right. Terrific parents. Terrific parents. Um, let's, let's go into Luke chapter 6, verse 17. I'm going to be reading from two different translations this morning. Um, Luke ch- chapter 6, 17. Jesus came down from the mountain with them and stood on a level place. A large crowd of his disciples and many other people were there. They had come from all over Judea, Jerusalem, and the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon. They had come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases, and those troubled by evil spirits were healed. Verse 19, everyone tried to touch him because healing power went out from him, and he healed what? Everyone. Everyone. One more time. And he healed everyone. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word today. We thank you, God, because your word does not come back empty or void. So God, we thank you for what you're going to do during this time. Let your will be done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated today. We continue our series called This Is Us based off of our statement of purpose. What is our statement of purpose? Love what? Love God. Love people. And one more time, love God. Love people and change the world. Pastor Dan has been sharing uh, about uh, who we are as a church. Uh, love God, love people, and change the world. This is who we are. This is not about the church down the street. This is not about a church that you've been to in the past. This is who we are. This is us. And uh, Pastor Dan talked about how we love God. We love God by following who? By following Jesus. Uh, we love God by selfless what? Service. By living by giving and loving like who? Loving like Jesus. Not loving like your mom or dad, but loving like Jesus. We love people by life-giving what? Relationships. By honor, healing, and by reaching what? By reaching out. So today is about the next part of our purpose, and that is change the world, and we change the world by being an influencer. If you are following Jesus, you are called to be an influencer. Why? Because Matthew 5.14 says, you are the light of the world. That's what Jesus said. He didn't say that you can be the light or you should be the light. He said, you are the light of the world. So when you give your life to Christ and you are a follower of Jesus, influence is not optional. Influence is expected. Why? Because you are expected to be an influencer in this life. What is influence? Influences the power and the capacity to affect something or someone. Tell someone next to you, you have power to affect someone. You have power to affect someone. If they look like they're tired already, shake them up. Just shake them up. Shake them on their shoulder. If you make me tired, you know, I'll make you more tired. So just hang in there. 
You have the power to and the you have the power to affect someone or something. Wherever Jesus went, he had influence. Even while Jesus was on the cross, he still had influence. Why? Because Jesus was an influencer. So even as he was he was being beaten, even as he bled as he bled on the cross, as he was in pain, the influence of Jesus still continued. Now let me ask you this. Do you still have influence in your life when you're going through pain? Do you still have the ability to be an influencer, to affect someone else's life when your life is being affected by your own trial and your own things that are going on in life? Do you have the ability to still be an influencer? Jesus had that ability. Now my question to you this morning, has Jesus had enough influence in your life to cause an effect? I didn't ask you if Jesus influenced enough to move you because we've got people that get moved by God every week I'm talking about influence does Jesus have enough influence in your life or has he had enough influence to affect your life why because who who, whoever whatever influences you will lead you Whatever, whatever influences you will lead you. Whoever influences you will lead you. Some people are influenced most by their past. It's the things that they've been through in life that becomes the main influence in their life. They look at life, their perspective in life, their, who they are, how they behave, what they do is all shaped by what's happened before in the past. Some people are, are, are influenced most by fear. Some people are most influenced by anger or by addiction. Some people are 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 influenced most by their ambitions or by the love of money. Some people are influenced most by possessions, relationships, or lust. Some people are influenced most by likes in life. Whatever influences you will determine your direction. This is why it's important for you to know what, what influences you the most. Luke chapter 6 shows us the kind of influence that Jesus had with people. And the Bible says that before he came down from, uh, before he ministered to, to people, the Bible says that he came down from a mountain. He came down from the mountain. He came down from a mountain. So in the, in the Bible, mountains are, are uh, represents or are a place of encounter with God. Mountains are, are places of presence, where the presence of God is revealed. Mountains are places of revelation. That's where uh, Moses got the Ten Commandments. It was on a mountain. So the mountain, the mountaintop is a place where we encounter God. This weekend, the men had their, uh, we don't call it a men's retreat. We call it a men's advance because we go forward, right, men? But this weekend, we, we had this, this men's event up in the mountain. And God moved, and God was, was moving on, on, on the, the men's heart, and God did some great things up there. If you missed it out, men, you, you missed out. You got to get, get in next time. We're not mad at you, but you missed out. Even the food was good, too. You know, Yeah, delicious, huh? <laughs> but... A mountaintop experience or encounter with God is a good thing, but you can't stay there. 
Jesus went to the place of encounter and he came down to a place of influence. Why? Because we can't stay there. You can't stay there. And a lot of times what happens with, with church folks is they want to stay. They want to spend their time in the goosebumps of God. They want to stay on the mountaintop, but they don't want to be in the place of influence. Listen, there's a time to encounter God and there's a time to encounter people. There is a time when you've got to come down on the mountain. Why? Because there's people that need what you have. See, the church wasn't designed to be a bless me club. The the church wasn't designed to be a place where you could just feel good or get goosebumps or feel emotions and then leave the same way you came in. The church is not about that. We're not here so that you can feel good. We're here so that you can be an influencer in your life. That's not just about having an encounter with God. It's about you having an encounter with God so that the world can have an encounter with God through you. This is why we gather together every week, folks. This is why when we come in, we should come in one way but leave the other. Why? Because your encounter with God is supposed to make you an influencer. I said your encounter with God is supposed to make you an influencer. That's why we're here. Now, the Bible says that Jesus came down from the mountain with them and stood on a level what place. Now, I want to talk to you about that, those two words there, because Luke isn't just describing the geography of where Jesus was. Matthew's gospel tells the same story, but he leaves out the details. He doesn't talk about this. But the Bible here uh, in, in Luke's version says that he stood on a level place. Now, you need to understand that words and, and symbols and meanings have uh, significance in God's word. Because the Bible says that all Scripture is inspired by God. Now, what Luke is trying to is describing is Jesus coming down to meet people on their level to touch them. See, the presence of God will meet you where you are. I don't think you heard me. The presence of God will meet you at you at where you are. Whatever level you are right now in life, the presence of God will meet you where you are. You might be in chaos right now. You might be struggling today. You might be going through some drama in your life. Your faith level might be low today, but you need to understand the presence of God will meet you where you are today. You may have fallen out of touch with God. You may have walked away from God. You may not even believe in God because of something in your life. But you need to understand today that God does not expect you to go to where he is. He will come to you. Why? Because that's the kind of God that we serve. We are saved today because Jesus came down to us because we couldn't go to him. Religion is about getting to God. But we don't believe in being religious. We believe that Jesus Christ hung on a cross Why? Because we couldn't go to him, so he came to us. Jesus will find you where you are today. Now notice the kind of people that Jesus ministered to. The Bible says that they came from all over Judea, Jerusalem, and the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon. So the people that were waiting for Jesus at the bottom of the mountain came from all over. 
Now, the Bible's specific about where these folks came from because uh, some of them were, this was a mixed crowd. It's important to understand the background here. You had people that were Jews. You had people that were non-Jews. You had people from different races, different backgrounds. You had the poor, the hungry. You had the wealthy and the prosperous. You had the religious, the non-religious, the pagan. You had the people there that were just racist because they didn't like, some of the Jews didn't like the other people from these areas. The people from Tyre and, and Sidon were very prosperous, very materialistic, but very lost because they were very sinful. And Jesus speaks to all this crowd. And he speaks to them all on the same level. See, Jesus influenced people on all levels of life. Now, if we're going to change the world through influence, we have to be willing to influence people no matter what level they are in life. See, listen, not everyone's going to look like you. I know you look good. Right? How many know you look good today? Don't raise your hand. Oh, come on, brother. That was a trap. That was a, fell into that. No, just That's all right, man. That's confidence. It's confidence. Rather have you love yourself than be like, man, I look terrible today, you know. I know you look good, Will. Y'all look wonderful, but not everybody's going to look like you. Not everybody's going to have it together like your family does. Not everybody that walks through these doors is going to have your background. They're not going to make the same amount of money as you, you do. They're not going to live in the same side of town as you do. They're not going to have the same values. They're not going to think like you think. They're not going to do the things that you do. But we still have to be willing to influence people on all levels of life. Why? Because that's what Jesus did. The presence of God is for people on all levels of life. Don't look down on people because they don't look like they're on your level. You know what what happens with church folks? They forget that they weren't always on the level that they are on right now. You think you, you always had it together? Well, I came up. You didn't come up by yourself. You, you didn't come up because of anything that you did. You came up because Jesus brought you up. Jesus brought you up from where you were at because you didn't have the ability to pull yourself up. The only reason why you're up is because Jesus came down. But you're not just up because you're up. And what happens is, is church folks get too judgmental at times. I seen somebody stare at somebody the other day that walked in. This person, clothes were, were, were jacked up. It was in our other office. Clothes were jacked up. This guy smelled like he'd been outside for, for years. And somebody just looked up and down. I was just like, my gosh, what are you doing? Listen, we, we've got to impact people on all levels of life. 
every level. You are not good enough just because you've experienced another level of grace in your life, another level of God's goodness, doesn't mean that you're on a greater level than somebody else. God has rescued you for a reason, but it wasn't by your own words. So we see Jesus touching people, Luke 6, 18. It says, they came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. Hang on, I'm going to finish up soon. They came to to be healed of their diseases, and those troubled by evil spirits were healed. Everyone tried to touch him because healing power went out from him, and he, what? He healed everyone. So Jesus had influence on everyone that he touched. You know what that tells me is Jesus met them on their level, but he didn't leave them there. Jesus will meet you where you are at today. But Jesus loves you enough not to leave you at the same level that he did when you came into this place. Jesus will not leave you at the same level if you allow yourself to reach out and touch him. Now everyone left healed. Everyone. Jesus had a perfect record right there. Everyone healed. That's amazing. Now for those that, that question if, if it's God's will to heal, well, just look at the scripture there. Everyone left healed. Nobody was left out on that day. And Jesus doesn't want to leave you out either. Jesus wants to bring restoration, not just in you, but through you. Are, are people better off because of your influence? Are people in your life, are the people that know you better off because they know you or because of your influence in your life, in their life? Does your influence bring healing? Does your influence bring restoration? Does your influence transform lives? Because that's the kind of influence Jesus had. He had the influence, the kind of influence that made people better. I was noticing um, Dave Gomez this weekend as we were at our men's um, advance. And uh, the worship was going yesterday. And, um, you know, I'm just not even an altar call, just worship. And, and I have my, my hands raised and eyes closed. And I, I feel a shoulder or my, a hand on my shoulder. And, and I just kind of did like a little side peep, you know. You ever do a little side peep at the altar? Who's, who's that praying for me? Because you want to know. I want to know. And it's Dave. I was just moved. You know, for, for one thing, we don't usually have our own church folks praying for us. I, I mean, I, I appreciated that. That, that. that ministered to me. But as I, I looked around, I, I seen, you know, Dave. It wasn't even an altar call. And Dave was, during worship, just going up. People he didn't even know. He just has his hand, and he's just, he's just praying for people. And I, I just went back to when I met you three years ago. And it was at a men's advance. And, and that was the first time I, I had a conversation with you. And I thought about, man, how God has moved in this man's life. All the things that he has been through, 
In three years, God restored your marriage, gave you a business, gave you a ministry. Now you're changing other people's lives. Your kids, you put their, their names, posted it on the cross. His kids got saved last week. All in three years. Influence. Influence. Why? Because someone took the time to influence him. And he became an influencer. This is what we do, folks. This is who we are. This is us. We have to be people that are influential. Why? Because the world needs what you have. Luke chapter 6. I'm going to close up right here. If the worship team could help me out. Luke chapter 6. What made Jesus influential? We have, we have to go back to what happened on the mountain before he healed everyone the night before. Luke chapter 6, verse 12. It says, and that time... At that time, Jesus went off to a mountain to pray. And he spent the night praying to who? To God. He spent the night, before the miracles, before he he got the perfect record in healing the next day, Jesus spent the night praying to God. Why? Because Jesus was trying to, to show us how to be an influencer. That's how he did it. Your influence comes through intimacy with God. Whatever you are most intimate with in your life will be what influences your life the most. And some of you, you you came here today And the greatest influence in your life isn't Jesus. The things that you are intimate with in your life, they're not Jesus. They're other things. They're the world. They're relationships. Some of you, 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 you're, you're, you're most intimate with things that are destroying your life. Intimate with alcohol, with, with a substance, with a love and a drive for money, for success, for ambition. Those are the things that lay heavy on your heart. And those are the things that influence your life the most. Some of you are so intimate with your past that you can't even see the kind of future that God has for you. You're still remembering about all the things that happened before, all the the mistakes that you made in your life. Those are the things that you hold on to the most. Those are the things that drive your life. This morning, you need to understand if you want to influence people for God, you have to increase your time with the presence of God in your life. Some of you used to be an influencer. You used to tell people about Jesus, but you don't do that no more. When's the last time you told somebody about Jesus? I'm not saying giving them a flyer, come to my church. When is the last time you spoke to somebody about Jesus? And I'm not talking about your little Facebook posts and your social media. No, when is the last time you spoke to somebody about the God that changed your life, the God that influenced your life, that healed you, that restored you? When is the last time? 
And the sad thing is that a lot of people in church have lost their influence because they've lost their intimacy with God. This morning, I want you to stand with me. We're going to wrap it up here. Your level of influence will be determined by what influences you the most. What's influencing you the most? God wants us to be influenced by him. Ephesians 5.18 says, and this is for the sipping saints, okay? Do not be drunk. (laughs) No one's judging you. I'm just reading the word here, okay? I didn't write this. Don't be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life. How many know that's true? That's, That's true. Instead... Be what? Filled with the Holy Spirit. One of the Greek words here, one of the the, uh, definitions of the Greek word here, filled, means uh, to be furnished, but it also means to be influenced. Have you ever seen someone that's drunk? They get stupid. Right? Some folks, you know, they, they're that serious guy who never has fun, but once he's, he gets drunk, he's the life of the party, right? Then you got people that get angry, people that get bold, they want to fight. And there's just people that are just flat out, man, just, man, they're just dumb, you know, just, just different people. They, they don't act the same when they're not under the influence. God wants you to be under the influence of him why so that you can act different so that you can have some boldness in your life so so you can have some joy some folks need some joy in the church i'm telling you some people need to get drunk wasted in the influence of the holy spirit what does that look like I'm not saying you got to get all crazy up in church. Influence is about surrender. What are you willing to surrender to God? It's not about how much you have of God. It's how much does God have of you today? How much influence does Jesus have in your life? Because you know what? There's people that need what we have. But unless we're under the influence of him, we'll never reach them. I want you to bow your heads for a moment. I I need to just make an opportunity for somebody to know Jesus today. Maybe you're here today and you came here and you're not even serving God. Maybe you knew God before you walked away. You've lived a life that's caused pain, that's caused regrets, caused some guilt in your life. But today... The presence of God, Jesus is meeting you where you are today. Don't leave here feeling the same way that you came in. You came in with guilt, but today leave with freedom. You came in here without peace, but today leave with peace. You you came in here today unsure about your future because of your past, but today be encouraged that God has a destiny and a plan for your life. No matter what you've screwed up in the past, Jesus will meet you at your level today. But you have to respond. I want to pray with those with every head 
bowed every eye closed today. Thank you for downloading this message. For more information on our church, visit us at cwcbayarea.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash cwcbayarea.com.